On this episode of the Pack It Up Pod, we talk about our regular season finale in the toilet. If you haven't already, hit subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter. And with that, let's go Pack. Jones, look at that balance! Preston, your NFC North champs, you yes, finished it off against your division rivals. What are the emotions like right now? Ah, oh, man, it's crazy. To you know, like, how we started off and, and how we came to this second to last game and, and, and took the division. We fought through a lot of adversity. We fought through a lot of adversity, man. We stuck with our guns, man. We kept fighting. We knew that if we keep fighting, man, things, good things will happen for us, man. Yeah. We had to play good defense, help our offense out, man. They got back on track, and they, they sealed the deal for us. How do you keep the juice here and make it happen next week at Detroit? Yeah, we keep the momentum yeah. going, man. We make sure everybody stay home and keep working, man. We're not done yet. We know we're not done. We know we got to go out there and keep on putting in work, man, to seal the deal next weekend versus Detroit. You're feeling a lot here, Zedarius. Yeah. Why does this mean so much to you? <laughs> Give me a second. Because we was man. in the locker room. Let me take it. I got all it. Right, I got it. Right. We was in the locker room, and I told him, boy, man, the only thing I want for Christmas is a hat and a T-shirt, man. And, and we pulled it off, man. So we're going to go celebrate this win, and we're going to get ready for next week for Detroit. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Pack It Up Packers podcast. This is Ryan, joined as always by Josh and Dan. Hello, gents. Hey, hey, hey. Last hey, week of the regular season. Yeah, yeah. But before we get going, I need to apologize to the listeners. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, last week's edit was a little rookie mistake uh, on my part. Uh, you guys got a little treat of Ryan's uh, cussing and uh, his Tampa Bay story. Uh, so whoever got to listen to that, you're welcome. Uh, and hopefully that doesn't happen again. Get to know us a little better. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so with that, speaking of a trap. Is this game a trap game in any way? I, I put, totally go. Go, 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 <laughs> go, Finn. You go. I put in my notes. What is the scenario where the Packers lose? I, I have a hard time understanding how that game plan plays out because last time we played them, it was it was a close game. We got a couple lucky calls, but we had no Devontae. Aaron Jones only touched the ball. I think it was eleven times. Uh, Alan Lazard was our leading receiver, which still could happen this week, but. Uh, our defense wasn't exactly the same because we were playing against Stafford versus what's going to be David Blau or Blow. Um, I just don't see how this game plan plays out to where we lose unless the Packers are unfocused and undisciplined, which they can't be. There's so much at stake. Yeah, I would say it's a trap game if Matt Stafford was playing, uh, but I, I, there's just not a lot of talent uh, on this Lions team right now. They're very injury ridden. Uh, at all positions. Uh, so uh, no way this is a trap game. Yeah, and I agree. I, I think that this has the makings. It has the perfect formula of the team being off until Thursday. So really only having two walkthroughs before flying out and all this Lions team since losing to the Packers in, I believe, week five, have won one game since then, which is crazy because they started the season really hot that we were even kind of getting this 
are they sneaky good because they had tied the Cardinals after a complete collapse, beat the Chargers, beat the Eagles, and were a last-second touchdown away from beating the Kansas City Chiefs. We're like, at that point, we thought, wow, the Chargers and Eagles, holy mackerel. And they went 1-11 and since then. So it this is a game that uh, in Detroit, all of these kind of things, I just they have to take care of business. And I think you saw this side of them leaving Minnesota. It almost looked like they got the monkey off their back on that game of we're North champs, we're proving people wrong. We're on this road to redemption. And I would assume that even if we get a B, B-plus game out of these Packers, they'll find a way to win. So with that, let's talk about this defense who's been absolutely on a roll, playing an offense that has players uh, that can do some damage, but I don't think they quite have enough firepower overall. Well, they might have the power of a 2020 Chevy Silverado or Ford F-150 behind them. <laughs> I, what? I don't, know if, I don't know if everyone caught this story, but uh, the owner of a car dealership in New Orleans uh, offered the quarterback for the Lions a brand-new 2020 truck of his liking if they can beat the Packers because it would help his beloved Saints out so much. Uh, I I hope that a thirty grand bonus isn't going to affect – uh, the quarterback and his ability to play football because he's getting paid much more for his performance on Sunday. Um, but yeah, the Lions offense, they, they might be missing Rick Wagner, their offensive tackle, uh, former Badger. They're on their third quarterback of the year, a guy that should not be on the field. And there's a chance they even play Kyle Sloter, uh, in this game to see what they have in him. They're rotating running backs. Really the only weapon I would be, uh, concerned of is Kenny Galladay uh and because there's nothing else around him it's more like enjoy his talent but I'm not concerned that he's going to single-handedly beat us yeah what a year Kenny Galladay's having I mean 62 receptions over a thousand yards receiving 11 touchdowns I mean this is coming from uh who's been throwing to him Jeff Driscoll and David Blow Blau whatever his name is um I mean that's Amazing. I mean, so obviously he knows how to get open. He's going to have a field day against this. I still think, uh, you know, just keep him out of the end zone. Um, but yeah, he, he's definitely the only guy that we need to focus on. And then obviously the tight end, uh, I think can always cause a havoc anytime he's open TJ Hawkinson, the rookie. Um, so let's just solid up him. And I think, yeah, is he still in though? I don't know if he's playing. I believe he's on the IR. They yeah. put him down for the it's season. Uh, Ooh, it's the word. famous Jesse James from Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, him and Logan Thomas, the old quarterback from Virginia Tech. Well, shoot, then they only got Kenny Galladay. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, my question is over under 10 points. Do yeah. we give up 10 points? Mm. And especially if we rush the passer like we have been. I mean, this Lions offensive line is not strong at all. I mean, we'll be rushing four most of the time, barely blitzing, and probably getting pressure and sacks off of that. So I, there's just no way that they can pull this off. Yeah, the the current yeah. state of the Lions. You mentioned Ryan, how they've just fallen apart. The if you Google Lions news, they're talking about quarterback solutions in the draft. They're talking about which prospects to watch in the college football playoff for the Lions draft pick, because they could very easily end up with a number two pick if the Redskins win and we beat the Lions. They're even talking about D coordinator replacements. Uh, Ashawn Robinson on the defensive side is out. Rick Wagner's out. The game just shouldn't require much analysis. At go in there and take care of business, like we've been saying. Yeah, and especially these last three games, uh, Blau has has averaged somewhere around 180 throwing yards, passing yards, 
and then has two touchdowns and four interceptions. So it's not, and that's against the Vikings. Uh, it was against the Buccaneers and against the Broncos, all of which I think our defense is clicking at a much, much higher ratio. So I expect him to be non-existent. If we could contain Cousins and that receiving core, I, I just think it has to be one of those days of you would hope that the team is just so motivated that they're just hungry that everybody wants a sack on this defense. So line up, get your sacks. Hopefully yeah. Gary can get his three so that three. he doesn't have to wear. <laughs> but I, I just think that, you know, it's I, I feel bad for Galladay because I think he's a very, very good player and he's underrated because nobody knows about him. And you look at his stats for who he has throwing him the ball and it's absolutely insane. So uh, I don't think it's necessarily a Calvin Johnson 2.0 exactly, but you do kind of feel bad for the guy. But there's no reason that our pass rush shouldn't eat them alive. There's no reason that this secondary won't get a similar amount of chances of like, Five to six throws that shouldn't have been thrown. Boys, get your hands on the damn ball and bring it down. Uh, I just I feel really, really good about this defense continuing what they're doing, especially if it's in this kind of like happy go lucky. Let's murder this club, which we've seen, uh, especially this last week. So we'll see how it goes. But let's turn our attention to the offense who officially has one more week before the playoffs to try to figure out what the hell they're doing. Uh, I would, again, I would hope that this is a game that makes me a little bit nervous that they haven't had the full practice. It's kind of, I don't hope it's not a letdown game from Minnesota on the road, but you would hope that the offense can start clicking specifically this receiving core. Yeah. This game is the chase for uh, yardage statistics. I think for the offense, Rogers is looking to get to 4,000 Aaron Jones is, uh, in reach of a thousand yards rushing and Devontae's in reach of a thousand yards receiving, which for missing four weeks, uh, is very impressive on the year as a wide receiver. And then for Aaron Jones for not giving them the ball enough to still pick up a thousand yards. He's the NFL leader in touchdowns. Let's look to solidify that and get him two or three rushing or receiving. I don't care. Um, Josh, what's your take on this defense? I, I still think their defensive line and the secondary is pretty strong, but the linebackers are, a whole pile of woof. Yeah. Well, we highlighted one linebacker, or you did, Dan, last time we talked about him, Gerard Davis, and he's on injured reserve, so he's out. Um, but, yeah, the safeties, solid. Tracy Walker, Tavon Wilson, very solid tacklers. Um, not so great in zone, but they they, they are good. Uh, they, they do come up and play man coverage, also against tight ends. Um, very solid. Um, and, yeah, their defensive line is big. You know, they're, they're big guys. Um, but I just think with the quickness that we have on our offensive line, they'll, they'll easily double team push into the linebackers that won't be there. Um, and, and we'll have a field day on the ground. I, I hope Aaron Rodgers gets his yardage to get to 4,000 yards to claim that. Um, but he hasn't had over 250 yards in what, seven weeks, I think. So I, I don't think that'll happen. And we'll focus on the run game mostly to beat this defense. Just to recapture real quick, uh, I th- said at the beginning of the year that MBS needed to be that number two receiver. And I don't want people to forget, he's only 570 yards off of 1,000. So <laughs> there's still a chance for this game that Rodgers gets his 4K and MBS gets his one. Now, last time we played the Lions, Rodgers did have 283 yards, but that was on 39 attempts. And with the current state of our running game, like you highlighted, Josh, I would hope slash expect 
that we run the ball 30 times between Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, and we don't need to throw the ball close to 40 attempts. But the the highlight on the linebackers is really what we're going to expose as an offensive unit. The replacement for Gerard Davis was called up off the practice squad on December 19th. So he's on his second week in uh, the active roster in the NFL. And then their outside linebacker, uh, Steve Longa. So Jason Cabindo was their middle linebacker. Steve Longa, one of their outside linebackers opposite of Devon Kennard, was also called up by, off the practice squad earlier this year. So if you can't expose two practice squad linebackers, I mean, we think we've got issues with our second linebacker with Goodson and Burks rotating and then safeties coming down to fill it in nickel. Um, these guys are in a world of hurt at the linebacker position. And it, you know, I, I'm looking to put up 25 to 30 points, but more so looking smooth while doing it. Just looking efficient, focus on the run game, build off some play action passes, keep everyone healthy, and build some rhythm going into the playoffs. Yeah, I wouldn't even mind seeing more Jamal Williams in this game. Uh, you know, let's just about Aaron. to say that. Let's have Aaron Jones in the beginning, you know, uh, get some passes going, get the offense in a flow uh, to him. I would love to see that again. Um, and then just pound it with Jamal Williams. He runs hard. He runs with a purpose and he'll have something to prove in this game. Maybe maybe he wants to go elsewhere someday, you know, and this will be a great tape to show to somebody. So uh, I would love to see some more Jamal Williams. With Jones being so close to that 1K mark, I know he's only a few touchdowns away from being the Packers single season in that category. I think if and when he hits that, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Jamal's day from there on. I think LaFleur is cognizant of these records and of these stats in place, but I think he's also one of those coaches, as we've seen in Winnipeg earlier this season. He's okay saying, guys, I know you can run this up. I know you can do it, but we're, you're sitting. We don't need any more from this. So I think it's going to be a Jamal day for sure, especially in that second half. You guys are wise beyond your years because it might be something that is built into the game plan that you're predicting it. The last time we played the Lions, it was Jamal Williams with 14 carries for 104 yards. So there might also be a scheme advantage there against the Lions defense. Now, it's slightly different personnel, uh, but I like the the shot call you're making here of Jamal out touching Aaron Jones. Uh, I'm fine with that as long as we're in the lead. So let's break it down. What are we thinking for the score? I would assume we're all picking Packers. Uh, and who is our MVP? So for the winner, I will have the Packers. I have them winning uh, 24 to 13. I don't have a scoring a ton. I think our passing offense does struggle a little against the secondary. Um, Adams will get open. Rodgers will have his, you know, 13 passes to Adams, maybe all completions. Um, and then our rush defense and rush offense will control this game. Um, and uh, yeah, there, I just don't think there's any way we lose. Um, and then MVP, I'm going to go with Aaron Jones strictly because I want him to beat Amon Green's record. That'd be very cool of him to do. Um, yeah, Aaron Jones. And I, I think he has his two touchdowns and, uh, 89 yards rushing. What's the Amon Green record? 20 touchdowns. Uh, he needs, yeah, one more rushing touchdown to tie him to, to beat him for single season touchdowns. Rushing. rushing or total? Uh, rushing. I think the total might be 22. Um, nice. Because I would assume Amon Green had a few catches that season. Uh, but, yeah, very, 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 very close. Nice, nice. So I've got Packers uh, 27-10. I'd like to keep them to 10 or less to continue that defensive dominance. I think it starts and ends with the pass rush. And instead of Zadarius, uh, I'm going to go with Preston Smith as the MVP. He had a sack and a half in the first time around against the Lions. 
they're missing their tackle here. Uh, I don't expect us to need to use as many stunts and Zadarius on the inside. I think we can do some traditional four-man rushes and drop people back into coverage. Uh, and let's have Preston win some one-on-one matchups and get two sacks. And then what I'd like to see from the offense, we over, we already covered. Um, but how about a instead of a missed connection to the fullback, we get a connection to the fullback. Now, Vitaly hasn't been practicing through these walkthroughs, um, so maybe the connection is not going to happen this week. But I would love to see a little 20-yard pass to Vitaly. We've been trying to free him up. Uh, that's the the one little Easter egg I'm going to be looking for in this game is maybe we can free up one of these guys that don't have a catch on the year. Damn, that was my exact same prediction, 27-10 with Preston. So I'll add on one more field goal, even though the last time Crosby went into Detroit, it was not pretty. So I'll say 30-10 to 10 Packers. I think we get it going early. I think it's one of those comfortable half times where the defense is doing exactly what they need to do. The offense is actually contributing. And that second half, you end up just kind of drinking beer with family and moving out of the holidays nice and smooth as we watch field goal after field goal. Uh, I'm hoping we also see a Boyle sighting. I wouldn't mind seeing that in the fourth quarter to say, hey, let's be done with this. Uh, I just, man, I hope this offense doesn't struggle yet again. I am going to give the MVP, though, You know what? I'll give it to Savage. I feel like he's been super duper duper quiet. Jair's playing big. Amos has been playing big. King has had his moments. Savage has been the quiet one. So I'll look for him to be the one that steals one from Blau and removes the the truck keys from his hand. So. (laughs) And then we go on to Sunday night going hard for the Seahawks. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Get all your merch, all your uh, gift certificates to NFL. Your wide receiver gloves. (laughs) Yeah, immediately go out. Start cranking Pearl Jam. Get ready for the game. Uh, But that will do it for our regular season editions of the Pack It Up Packers pod. So first off, thanks, everybody, for uh, sticking with us for 16 Packer weeks. We made it. So we'll catch you, everybody, for our playoff preview pod. Go, Pat, go. Go, Pat, go.